What is up, y'all? Welcome to the 5Q5K. I'm your host, Josh Williams. The goal of this podcast is to create a safe and welcoming environment for you to learn and begin to embrace what I've come to know as an actively improving lifestyle. We hope you're able to get out there and get active while you join in on our conversation. That being said, let's get to it. All right, what is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the 5Q5K. I'm down on another 5Q5K road trip. I'm in Houston, Texas with one of my best friends, Trevor T. Revy, Trev, Trevy Bear, All Red. <laughs> How you doing, Trev? Doing very well. Happy to be here. There we go, man. And we're, we're recording. This is the first podcast I've ever recorded in, in a casita. So expl- <laughs> explain to the folks what a casita is. A casita is an RV, a recreational vehicle. Um, it's been in my family for a long time and it's now overflow capacity for the holidays. There you go, man. I feel like, I feel like we're in like a soundproof. This is the closest I've gotten to like a soundproofed studio because <laughs> it's like fully carpeted on the inside. So and it's like the shape of an egg. The casita is the shape of an egg. So it's very cozy and it's all carpeted on the interior. Dude, you're, you're making me think about copping a casita myself. I ain't even going to lie. But um, <laughs> Although we will need a taller one. You cannot stand up in here. <laughs> that is facts. I've been like kind of leaned down, like hunched over, but I don't know. It's nice for the, it's nice for the recording. I like it. And the vertically challenged. I have no trouble standing up in here. <laughs> hey, there you go. Hey, you got to go with your strengths, man. Exactly. Well, tell the people, give the people a little bit more about Trevor. Kind of tell like, tell about yourself, your background in athletics, kind of how you started, where you've been and kind of give like what what lit that fuse for you athletics wise okay okay um well i would say the most significant uh, athletics experience starting from the beginning was when i wrestled in high school i did a little bit of that and then i putted out my senior year um, how'd you choose wrestling i feel like that's like <laughs> it's another vertically challenged thing i had a really good body shape for it i'm short i'm kind of stocky um and my grandfather was a wrestler he was actually a wrestling coach Okay. So, um, you got the wrestling genes. Exactly. All I right. probably would never, never have known about it if my dad hadn't known about it. Cause he's the one that told me I should, you know, give it a try. Okay. Um, which I had a really good time doing that. I thought it was really good and it's really good exercise too. Yeah. The conditioning, whenever you wrestle somebody, it's like, it's like sprinting. It, it is very, Dude. it's really good. Like we would have people come in from other, other athletics um in their off season to come train with us and they would have difficulty with it because it's it's really intense for it's like um acute intense uh, activity like you go really intense for two or three minutes and then you stop and then you have periods and um and stuff in there so what would like a workout be for y'all is it literally just like all right there's another dude go get him down if by any (laughs) means necessary like what what is what does it typically look like maybe a little bit more coordinated than that like um (laughs) finding finding somebody that has a strength that you're trying to adapt to or something like that so our our workouts would start out with like maybe a little bit of warm-up like a little light stretch or like a little run and then um we would pretty much just get into it start wrestling the best practice is just to just keep getting contact time with it so i always tried to pick people that were better than me which wasn't hard at the beginning especially (laughs) and then um and then you try to pick people that you know will challenge you because some people you know they'll go to practice and they won't really want to be there they'll be tired or something like that so you got to find the right people to train with there you go i'm sure it's similar to running iron iron sharpens iron man you want the people that are also kind of invested in as well exactly there you go well Hey, I wouldn't sell yourself short as a wrestler, man. I remember when we, we lived together uh, in the dorms freshman year 
and he told me he was a wrestler and i was like it mentally i was like oh i got size on him i could take him down i was like there you go man try to get me down and it was less than like 10 seconds trevor had me like pinned on the ground i was like how (laughs) how did i wind up in this position like how how did i get here but um but yeah so so kind of walk through like you wrestled in high school Mm -hmm. but then after high school what was that kind of next step like once you got to college like did you did you keep wrestling or was it i mean i guess your, your wrestling that you kept doing was just taking me down in the dorm room was that was that the just dweebs yeah <laughs> was that the sum of your athletic experience in college or like what, what did that look like yeah my my athletic experience in college was kind of my introduction to the adult world i guess we have priorities aside from that you know because okay. high school was challenging for me but it wasn't as challenging as university so i didn't really um have trouble maintaining the time split between training and Uh, and studying but in college it was really difficult for me to keep up um, keep up some kind of fitness routine and for a lot of time it was very inconsistent from uh, the majority of the time I was at university Um, I tried here and there but I think where where I started with running was whenever you and I ran the gut pack race which is kind of like a like a um, yeah tell, tell what the gut pack run is it's like a it's like a joke almost it's it's a it's a 5k or even less I think I think it's like um, two miles, maybe. It's it's like mile out, mile back. Yeah. So yeah, something simple like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a mile starting from the university to a barbecue place. And it's called the gut pack run because you eat a gut pack of barbecue at this barbecue place. And then you run back to the starting uh, starting point. It's like the gut pack is like a like a to-go box full of like what like beef like beans pork, pork fritos and like <laughs> all things you do not want to eat during a run <laughs> and, and then you run back yeah and then you run back yeah. and a lot of people throw up i didn't throw up i'm proud to say um i threw up i'm, I'm not proud to say <laughs> <laughs> that that uh that took you into the larger world of running though where you have to get used to that throwing up yeah. And like doing things on the go like Just that. GI issues. Exactly. Man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I, during that run, I, it's almost like when we started, I got this fire. I was like, I want to go. Like, I want to beat everyone behind me and I want to be in front of all the people that are in front of me. And I remember I was running with like Isaac and, and Igor, I think. And I left them in the dust, man. I didn't think about them <laughs> <laughs> like five seconds after we started till the till the end of it. I didn't think about them at all. Man, they're gonna be listening, catching some strays, <laughs> man. They're like, dude, come on, bro. I know, right? <laughs> I remember. I think it was you, me, and then our roommate Isaac. It was the three of us went to like train for yeah. it, maybe. And like mentally, we were like, yeah, we're gonna be ready for this. We're gonna run to the place. And then, like, I honestly think we like might have gone like a half a mile and we were like yeah i'm kind of over this i don't want to keep doing this and then we just didn't do anything else until the race day like that, that was what train. i remember honestly that's that's i think that sounds pretty on uh, on point man <laughs> but i mean we still got it done yeah but... <laughs> and i mean i think that's maybe a good lesson to all of us like you don't have to have a perfect starting point so you just get out there you can run a 5k and you're not going to hurt yourself you know i feel like i've always been kind of um hyper like hyper scared of getting hurt mm-hmm. but i mean you just gotta look out for yourself just go slowly you know if you start to hurt then stop but there's That's no fair. way you're gonna hurt yourself on a 5k or like a gut pack run yeah <laughs> <laughs> unless guess. you're you know you gotta watch out for yourself but <laughs> give it a try at the least yeah yeah because i mean i'll have some people that'll tell me like 5k like that's five 
that's 5,000, 5,000 5, meters, man. Like, I don't think I could do that. Like maybe one K I'm like, I think if you go out and run a 5k, you'll be surprised with yourself and you'll be surprised. Like, Hey, like to complete this, it didn't require like an arm and a leg. Like I remember yeah. like soon after that gut pack run, actually you and I, that was the first 5k I ever did when we did that. It was like in near like white rock Lake during like the summer too hot to handle, too hot to handle. Man. It was blistering it was, it was too hot to freaking it handle. was really hot <laughs> and i mean that that time i don't know what your training regimen looked like for too hot to handle but i had done like slightly more than the gut pack run because i think i was so embarrassed when i like <laughs> i like yacked all over that girl's shoes i felt pretty bad after the gut pack run um so i was like i want to do a little bit more but i remember when we went to that 5k like something you told me after like you were you were really blown away like with how the community like was so positive and like how everybody had so much energy definitely was that was that kind of i, I remember you saying that i yeah. don't know if you do I, I remember that feeling too and i still get that to this day like when you go to races and just like the the starting point and the end point it's just like bustling with activity everyone's excited you know like it's just like the the kind of people that you want to be around everybody there wakes up early everybody there are at least they try to they try to do they try to get up early and, and go for a run or like they try to eat more fruit and vegetables and they try to drink more water and like you know none of these people are perfect but at least they're trying to do better with when, when it comes to like fitness and nutrition you know i feel like you could make that generalization for and they're sure. all really willing to share that with you you know because they they were at one point in a in a spot where they weren't doing those things they weren't drinking enough water they weren't getting enough activity you know and so they're, they're really friendly. There you go. Yeah. Well, so kind of, so after, after we did gut background, after we did our first 5k too hot to handle, kind of walk me through <laughs> like kind of bridge, bridge the gap from then to now, kind of how, how running has gone for you. Cause I know like y'all don't know this about Trevor, but he's a, he's a well-traveled gent. <laughs> he, he doesn't even live in the United States anymore. Like, so, so kind of walk me through that path of like how, how fitness remained or didn't maybe didn't remain a part of your lifestyle mm -hmm. through those kind of life changes yeah well fitness for me had to change because when you think of fitness you think of running lifting weights like playing tennis things like that and like josh said i don't live in texas anymore i live in spain now and since we knew each other from the beginning at the gut pack race and then uh, doing too hot to handle i finished university and moved to the virgin islands and then from the virgin islands i moved from the virgin islands to spain so i've had a little bit of difficulty remaining consistent with workouts and even with like finding like the physical space for it because in the virgin islands there's there's lots of dogs and things like that and so there are there are a lot of things that become very discouraging when it comes to getting out and going running, even if you have the time and the energy and the, the, the drive. I remember you saying there was some friend of y'all's in the Virgin Islands was like going for a run and like got rocks thrown at him. And I was just like, dude, that sounds abysmal. Like that sounds terrible. <laughs> like, you have to watch out. rocks now. Like, come on. And I mean, for me as a, you know, a male, I, I had problems with like dogs and, you know, there's no sidewalks and things like that. But when my girlfriend went to run, she had problems with dogs and sidewalks and people yeah. <laughs> and getting harassed and things like that. Um, so for me, fitness had to change and I've always done more physical jobs. Like before I worked, um, I worked in 
sort of farming and agriculture. I did uh, work on a potato farm and then I worked at a vineyard and now I work as a deckhand on a yacht. And so my jobs are all very physical. So for me, fitness is more stretching and keeping my body limber and kind of keeping everything in alignment so that when I do have to exert myself or pick something up or reach, I'm not going to put my body in a position where it's going to, it's going to get overstretched. For sure. And so I, I had to start small with stretching. And then from there, it's really easy if you create that time to incorporate a few push-ups or a few sit-ups or, you know, maybe a plank here and there, or even just like breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that has been one of the best things I've learned from stretching and from, I don't know, like quote unquote fitness is like relaxing yourself, relaxing your body, kind of feeling it. And so fitness had to change for me. And now I do that all the time and I'm very content with that. There you go. Mm -hmm. Well, tell about how when you were in the Virgin Islands, I think you were still living in the Virgin Islands at this point. Yeah. You came back to Texas and we ran your first half marathon Mm -hmm. together up in College Station. So it's kind of tell like, because I know... I know you prepped for that one. That wasn't like a gut pack going cold thing. No, like no, that. there's some forethought there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So kind of walk me through how you found, like, how you found the time to do that, how you built that time into your schedule. Because, I mean, like you said, like, you've got physical jobs, you're doing, you're working, and it's not always the easiest to, like, find the time to go on the run or find the place to go on the run when you're Definitely. where you were living, where you were. So Yeah. Well, so I I prepared for the the half marathon, I think over, like, three months or something. I had plenty of time and I was lucky at that time to have another friend down there who was a runner and he used to run cross country. And so that was the first time in my life that I actually learned how to run because I didn't, I didn't know how to do it whenever I did the gut pack in the 5k. And so it like gassed myself out like that 5k. I had to stop like three or four times just to get through it. And so I didn't get it done though. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Um, so I had, I had to learn how to run to prepare for the half half marathon. And we started out small running, you know, uh, in a little park next to my friend's house. We'd run a lap, we'd run two laps, then we'd run three. And then, you know, we'd build on the structure of short days and long days. So that really taught me how to, how to run. And that was a difficult one, though, because my job, I had to be there at 8 o'clock in the morning. And if I wanted to run with my friend, I had to run before work. Mm-hmm. And so... We would get up at 5.30 in the morning. I had to get up at 5.30. I had to stretch because I have to stretch before I run. And then I had to drive over to his house by like 6, 6.15. And we'd go on a run in the morning. And then I would go to work. Man. Dude, I'm proud of you for that. That is that is tough, man. <laughs> it was not not always most the most enjoyable thing. Yeah. But it was really helpful to have him there. Because even when I didn't want to do it, I felt obligation to not go back on my word like you know i told him yesterday we're gonna meet at 6 15 mm-hmm. i can't text him at like 5 45 and be like hey so i'm not coming like because he wakes up he gets ready you know he makes time for it mm-hmm. so it uh it was helpful to have have a friend there there you go hey shout him out shout out the friend chris Glasscock. hey there you go shout out chris <laughs> chris Glasscockerson. <laughs> there you go great friend there great you friend. go well okay so you kind of you've kind of mentioned like throughout all the stops and throughout everywhere you've been and different jobs, different life periods, kind of all of that, keeping fitness as a part of your lifestyle has been something that you've kind of like honed in a lot. So kind of tell me, tell me what that means to you and kind of like to someone who might be starting, starting 
their fitness journey, like someone that wants to make fitness part of their lifestyle, kind of how, how do you think you would say like, Hey, this is kind of how I did it. This is my game plan that I took. Yeah. Well, for a lot of the people here that don't know me, I'm very scatterbrained and impulsive. And so I get really excited about things and then I just drop off. So sometimes it's really hard for me to keep that consistency, but I guess it was a few years ago. I had to like, I had to teach myself if you can't have consistency on something small, then you won't grow it on something big. So instead of getting caught up with this idea of, you know, it's Tuesday morning, I need to run six kilometers to keep in line with my, you know, X, Y, or Z track. If you can just get up in the morning and spend 10 minutes doing something, then the next day you can spend 15 minutes doing it. And then the next day, 20 minutes. So you just kind of build on it. And for me, that's stretching. I wake up in the morning and even if I have 10 minutes, I'll, I'll, I'll take that 10 minutes to stretch. And if I have more time, I'll do more stretching or I'll do some push-ups or some sit-ups or some planks or just something. And no matter how small the thing is that you do, you will always feel better after it. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I had to get over that idea of this typical workout. You know, for me, a workout looks different. A workout is more uh, more stretching based. For sure. I, I think too, like the kind of the duration that you mentioned, like a lot of people kind of get in that like comparison game or like get on Instagram and see, or like, like remember that thing they used to have, it was like P90X or whatever, that it was yeah. like a 90 minute, like super hard workout or whatever. <laughs> it's like kill yourself for your summer bod. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like they made us do that in shoot it was probably like middle school or really? something yeah it's a hard workout i know right but like our coach like was like oh yeah like we're gonna do p90x and <laughs> six packs for everybody <laughs> right right and i and like i just thought it was so like not dumb but like i just thought it was really inaccessible because it's like okay you're not gonna go from like if i'm gonna be honest the summer before i was like in that pe class i was probably doing nothing i was probably playing like video games like most people yeah and doing nothing so yeah. like going from that to like all right you're gonna do an entire p90x five <laughs> days a week is so unrealistic yeah you know it and, is and i think like a lot of people want to like go okay well if fitness is really gonna be my lifestyle i gotta go cold turkey gotta change like change everything and like figure it all out today but for me and it sounds like for you as well it, that's not really the been the like winning equation it's more like all right let's just start with something that like i know i can manage exactly. and start with something i know i'm gonna keep up exactly because like if you know like i know that i have two minutes when i get up that i'm like okay i can either get on my phone or, and do whatever or i can get up and do like five push-ups mm -hmm. and five push-ups ain't gonna kill you exactly or even smaller than that just like for me, focus on my breathing for five minutes, you know, Yeah. and just like slow, deep breaths. Like breath is so important. I've found, I guess like fitness as a lifestyle. Like when, when you <coughs> told me that I was thinking about it and it's like, it's almost like investing in yourself. Exactly. And just investing in like, maybe you're listening to this and like, you're like, ah, how are you getting up at five 30 to run? That ain't me. I don't want to do that. Fair. Maybe you're listening to this like, man, I hate stretching. It ain't me, but maybe there, maybe like you said, like you like the breathing and you like that meditation in the morning or in the evening or whatever. Yeah. Choose the parts of that lifestyle that are going to benefit you and that are going to help you and be something that, you know, will like pay dividends for you. Like it's, it's almost just like investing money, like exactly. investing money in savings, but like investing money in your savings, Yeah, you know? And when you look at it that way, it, it's not 
easier. It still is difficult, mm-hmm. but you can you can grasp that concept a little bit more. You know, like yeah, well, I've heard this quote, um, and I think it goes something like, "Discipline is like the greatest form of devotion to oneself," or something to that effect. Um, where you you set a goal and you promise yourself that you're going to complete it because you love yourself and because you want to improve yourself. And it's not something that's supposed to be hard or crazy or, you know, I'm going to start with this impossible standard. Discipline for me meant, you know, I'm going to promise myself that I'm going to drink more water and I'm going to spend a little bit more time stretching because, you know, whenever I work in the in the vineyard, my back really hurts me. And so I need to stretch because that's going to help my back and it's going to help me. I think a lot of people too, like people might hear that and think like, oh, like maybe I don't want to do that because I don't want to like, I don't want to be selfish or whatever. I don't want to do that for myself. Like, and they think like, oh, like this is just for me. But at the end of the day, when you're, when you're willing to do those things, like it's almost like regular maintenance for yourself. Yeah. You're going to be so much better and so much like ready to spend time with other people and like kind of on when you're with them. But it's like, don't look at it as like, this is only going to benefit me. It's going to benefit probably all the relationships you have, all the people that you encounter. And like, people are going to see you going, man, there's something different about this guy. Like he's, he's been working on this and he's been like working to better himself in this way. And I think that's, that's kind of how you keep like, when you drop a, like a rock in the river and it ripples, that's how you keep that ripple effect going. And you kind of like pass, pass on, that fitness as a lifestyle to other people, would you say? And it's like, like you said earlier, iron sharpens iron, Mm -hmm. but like attracts like, you know, if you want to have more friends that do sports or that, you know, do anything. If you have more friends, if you have more friends that play Dungeons and Dragons, you start learning how to play Dungeons and Dragons yourself, you Mm -hmm. know? And so if you want to attract people in your life that are focused on the same goals as you, you are the one that has to start doing those things before you meet those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I Definitely. That. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, I'm probably going to fumble the quote here, uh, but I know, I know there's a quote that it's basically like, be the type of person that the type of person that you want to be friends with is like, be, be like that person. Yeah. So like if, if you want, and this is going to perfectly segue into actually what I want to ask you next. Um, but if you, if you're like the kind of people that you, you want to be friends with, like, say you want to be a runner. So you start going and running, you're going to meet other people that run. Exactly. And then eventually your friends are going to be runners because it's kind of, it's just a shared activity that y'all have. Yeah. A shared love. Yeah. Yeah. A shared interest. There you go. So if you find like those people are out there and it might seem like they're not. And I know like this is, this is going to be exactly what I'm asking you next, but, um, I'll, I'll just go there now. So (laughs) essentially I want to ask you like, I've known you, this has been, how long, when did we meet each other? It's almost been a decade now. Dude, but, almost. Yeah. So Crazy we, enough. We've known each other and we've been friends for a while, but I've something that I've always really appreciated about you and always seen that you do very well is that you make time for your friends and you're very present when you're with your friends. And even if they're people that like, you might not know super well, I think that's a very good quality that helps you make new friends. And something for, I mean, I've seen this like after graduation, it gets a lot harder to make friends because you don't see as many people and you're like just oh, going yeah. to work and like doing whatever. So like, how have you like, give me the secret sauce, give me Trevor's <laughs> secret sauce on how you, how you make friends and how you are present in those interactions. Well, first of all, I, I appreciate the compliment. Definitely. 
Um, I try to make time for my friends and I try to make that time meaningful because honestly, it's a, it's a result of, um, efficiency. If you don't do it right the first time, then you have to do it again. You have to plan more time to do it. But, um, I think it's just sort of kind of relaxing a little bit and seeing the people around you as just normal other people, you know? I think it's really easy to get caught up in your own world. And I do the same. I do this. Um, but I find whenever I, I do make the best friends and when I make those lasting friendships is when I relax and I try to bring myself out of out of my stressful little life and just look up and meet the person that's like scooping your ice cream or like, you know, that gives you your order at the restaurant and just be like, you know, how are you doing? Like, instead of that, hey, how are you as like an, inf- like a like a classic procedure you you do just be Mm -hmm. like hey how are you you know have genuine interest behind the hey how are you not just like it's like something customary that you like have to say yeah and it's not even it doesn't even have to be weird like man like how are you feeling right now (laughs) like it's just (laughs) like a little deep there (laughs) (laughs) like it doesn't have to be like how are you you know it's something as simple as like when you go to a race and you're getting your um like you're getting your your number and stuff and the persons they're looking for it's like making conversation like wow like you guys must have had to wake up really early to do this you know like i had to wake up early to be here but you had to wake up early to do this you know just like something normal you see them as a person you know um and yeah i think that's good i think a lot of people lost like i don't know (laughs) i'll be i'll be honest i think i lost some like edge socially over the pandemic because it's just like you didn't see people as much you know and so it's like i feel like a lot of people are kind of relearning. Like it's, it's almost like we're all back in kindergarten and we're like, man, how do I make friends? How do I do this again? Which like, I I think I like what you said, like just having that genuine interest and really Mm -hmm. wanting to know how they're doing just for the sake of wanting to know how they're doing. Like you mentioned, like you need to remain efficient to be up with your friends. But I honestly think like it's a double-edged sword of like, you kind of have to be okay to like, Hey, let me sit back and not be like, rushing through life to like actually yeah. ask this person like hey hey how are you doing how's it been like but i think that's something that helps me because if if you knew me really well you would know that the thing i hate most in the world is people and people who rush me and being rushed yeah i hate it <laughs> so I mean, you told me when i when i got down here this morning i woke up pretty late <laughs> and i i felt really bad because I was, I was driving in on a i just i was out of it and you text me and you're like you up bro and i I was like oh crap dude i didn't get up and you're like no stress chill chill and i was like okay this is what i needed (laughs) there's enough stress in your everyday life for your there's enough stress to go around without your friends and your family and everybody around you like giving you more stress stress on something that's not important for sure and yeah I, i feel like i try to relax because if i don't relax i get too much anxiety you know so i try to relax and i try to move slowly because that's the only way that works for me. Hey, you got to know, you got to know yourself, man. That was something that actually, uh, Steven Dimerson, who was a previous guest on the 5Q5K, he, he said his big topic was, Hey, know thyself. So at the end of the day, you got to yeah. know yourself, know what works for you. And you got to be you, right? Be, be true to thyself. You know, you got to do it, man. Nobody exactly. else can, but you, right? Exactly. Yeah. There you and go. You have to be happy with that. You know, you are who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you are, you are who you are for a reason. So you got to just be, be content. Exactly. You know? Well, um, I wanted to ask you one more question. It's kind of like the the typical typical question I ask everybody. If you could give 
one word of advice. You've given lots of great advice. And I think we've <laughs> talked about a lot of great stuff, but um, if you could give like one word of advice to a beginner, somebody who's beginning making fitness that lifestyle, or maybe to yourself, like if you could talk back to Trevor when he was a beginner, what, what would that word of advice be and why? Um, I think I would, I would say that lasting change starts very small. The things, the people that you see that are really successful are the things like the city of Rome or like this country or this idea or something. They all started from these tiny little seeds and how many, how many days was Rome built in, right? <laughs> Not in a day. <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you have to start small and you have to be accepting of yourself when you inevitably will trip and you'll miss a day here and you'll miss a day. You'll miss a week. You'll miss a month, a year. Just start small and try again, you know? For sure. Um, and that's why I really am happy to be on the podcast because I, I think that's a message that you're intending to give your listeners is start small, start approachable and just do what you can. Like, okay, say you have a bad knee or you have a bad back, take a walk, you know? You don't have to run a marathon. Not everybody's meant to run a marathon and mm -hmm. that's okay. Just start small. Do what makes you feel good, your body feel good and keep doing that and screw the haters man <laughs> <laughs> for sure man like we're not we're not here to prescribe anybody else to do their goals like yeah. my goals aren't your goals your goals aren't my goals and, and they shouldn't fine. be intertwined yeah yeah they should be what the individual wants going back to friends too it's kind of like we're both here to support each other as friends you know so it's like exactly. it's not that our goals have to be the same but i'm still going to be there to support you and your goals and vice versa you exactly know? you know i i don't know how to start a podcast <laughs> but I'm very supportive of you doing that, you know? Hey, dude, you're, you're one of my first like big supporters. When I called you and told you you're doing it, you're like, yes, you need to do this. Like <laughs> back when I was still in the mindset of like, I'm probably going to be cringe and people aren't going to want to like <laughs> listen to this. This isn't going to help anybody. But like, I think, I don't know, that, that it almost kind of opens up a new door of like, you want to be kind to yourself, kind of like you said, and that's part of the fitness of the lifestyle because you don't want to talk down to your like talk down yourself because for me i was sitting here like oh i'm gonna be cringe it's gonna be terrible and you're like dude you're helping people out like exactly your heart's in the right place like and for me that was that was a big big help so i appreciate you man yeah definitely yeah i think if you get too too concerned about the rest of the world you stop listening to yourself you know for sure if you're you're intent on doing this exercise that it seems like everybody else can do but you're not listening to your body and what it wants it it's sad, you know, you got to listen to your body. You got to give it what it wants Yeah, and do what you feel is right. For sure, man. Hey, trying to help people out, help people <laughs> adopt that lifestyle in whatever way makes sense for them, you know? And that's great. That's, that's great. There you go. Hey, well, Trevor, I want to thank you one more time. Thank you for being on the pod, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Happy to be here. Hey, there we go. Well, hope y'all were able to get active and kind of start that fitness as a lifestyle. And however you did today, we're going to go run a 5k. So Trevor, tell them where we're going to go run. All right. So we are in Texas for the holidays. We're in Houston, Texas. And today we're going to go run um, in a spot actually that I used to prepare for the half marathon we did. Ah. In the days leading up to the half marathon, I did a few runs at this park. So we're going to leave from my house, run down to my elementary school. Um, and there's a big park behind my elementary school. Cool. Uh, I forget the name of the park, but I'm sure you'll link it. <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I'll have I'll have the link to our run. Uh, on Strava and everything, it'll be up there. So if y'all want to, if y'all are down in the Houston area, you want to run wherever 
wherever the park is, man, you'll see it on Strava. So hope y'all again, were able to get active. Hope y'all found something in this that you can take to tomorrow and help you. Um, if you have any questions, you have any topics you'd like to be talked about in the future on the pod, reach out to 5q5k pod at gmail.com. Or if you have any questions, feel free to reach out on Instagram at 5q5k pod. And yeah, one more big thank you for Trevor. Thanks for giving the casita for us to <laughs> sit in and chat in, man. I appreciate it. My casita is your casita. Ah, uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. I'm happy to be here. There you go. Well, hope y'all had a good one again. Hope y'all learned something. And until next time, guys, have a good one. Peace.